0: Hello everyone, this is Sean Heineman here with another episode of 40s Unfiltered, and I am with Jason Lockhart. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man?
1: What's going on? What's going on, man? What's going on? Another day, man?
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. And this segment is going to be another great one. Uh, I love talking about this topic. We're going to address fatherhood. Fatherhood. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right and, there's so many, and there's so
0: many, and there's so many, there's so many angles we can take with this whole thing on fatherhood, especially being two black, two black married men, right? Right, right. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So many angles we can look at it in, in this uh, aspect.
0: Mm-hmm. And with us having blended families, that's another one.
1: Yep, blended families is really big.
0: Yep. Yeah, man. So, um. So I was doing a little research on this from the Institute for Family Studies, and I found this to be interesting during my research. The share of Black children born to single mothers have more than tripled from about 24% in 1960 to nearly 70% in 2018 from Institute for Family Studies. And I believe that number might even be higher in 2021. Wow. Cause that was in back in, in 2018. Wow. So what do you think from just seeing this statistic, what do you think about this thing with the whole single, like let's kind of give a quick breakdown of why do you think are there so many single parent homes?
1: Um, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, I think it's the, um, it's the culture and it's the, um, it's the way things are set up. I don't, I don't want to go into you know theories and stuff like that and just kind of get more so political about it. But uh, this is unfiltered, so if, if I, I think uh, honestly, it's the way it's been set up. Uh, I think at the end of the day, the the, the demise is to split the uh, the structured family, uh, where you have of course the father and you have the mother and then you have the children. And I think uh, the 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 demise is to basically just split the family. So I think where it comes from is um, just splitting the family. The father goes his separate way. The mother goes their separate way. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, nine times out of ten, the parent um, takes the child. I mean, the mother takes the children. How it normally goes, and this we end up with the thing with the single mothers. And uh, I think at the end of the day, it's really just to get the man out of the picture. Um, Sad, sad to say but it is it's just it's just the way things set up. Even in the, the 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 governmental structure of it, um, I know there's been cases where you'll have a person say, "Okay, well, um, I'm getting ready for an inspection, so I can't have this man here in my house. So <laughs> you got to leave, you know." And and and, it, and it's just the it's it's sad, but it's just the way that it's set up.
0: Mm-hmm yeah because it's been like that. My brother told me my brother's a couple of years my brother's a couple of years older than me. He told me that he remembered that growing up as a kid, yeah that you know uh he had uh, some people come over to inspect the house to make sure there wasn't a man in the house yes yes
1: yeah. it, it, it it's really sad the, the way that it's set up and and, 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 and what it does is it, it teaches women. Okay, so I'm going to be single. I'm going to let, you know, uh, I'm going to depend on the government. I'm going to let them, you know, take care of me, provide me with food, uh, housing, et cetera. And it's like, I don't need a man, basically, because I have all these, you know, amenities coming in from the government taking care of me. So what what's the point of me having a man around? You know, just to please my, you know, other desires and stuff like that. But outside of that, what's the point of me having a man around? And I think with that, being said also the way that the judicial system is set up um um you know quite as it kept you had you you had the whole um 90s era where you had the um the three strikes uh, the, the, the crack epidemic all those things took out the the role of the men uh it's funny that you said that because uh uh the statistics showed back from the 70s on up to 2018 and it was a dramatic increase in that uh, with the man been out the picture. And if you just go back and just study history and just show what was going on during the late '60s and the early '70s, past to the 2018. And if you just look back and just see the history of it, you'll see you can you can actually pinpoint. It was a show on Netflix called Thirteen.
0: I seen that. Uh,
1: Uh, man i if you could if you can find it i don't think it was uh, i don't think it's on youtube anymore but if you can find that episode i get i i recommend you holly to watch it because it shows the decline of the the black men, you know uh in the home so uh it's really a good thing to watch but i'll give that to you Sean.
0: no for sure i agree and i want to i want to flip this a little bit because what what about let's look at it from a different perspective? Let's look at because that a lot of times that might come from lower income homes, mm-hmm. but what about the educated sisters?
1: Yeah, be, absolutely. Be, that, that, become, that was my next tech. That <laughs> was my next thing to talk about. But absolutely. You 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 have sisters. They 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 get the education. They get all these sophisticated degrees, and you know they 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 climb up in the scale. And basically, they 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 have this uh, mindset. You know, I worked hard for this, so um, I don't I don't need you. What what do I need you for? I'm, I'm more educated. I make more money than you. Like, what what are you here for? And uh, a lot of times, that that discourages men, and it, it causes them to just walk away from the whole picture.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I've noticed that there are. And even with single parenting, right, you look at single parenting where and I know I've struggled with this because I was married before. And so and I remarried. So, of course, I've been in two situations where I've had blended families in both situations. And even in both times, there was a time and period, especially in my first marriage, where I felt like. I had to get in where I fit in, Mm -hmm. opposed to the kid having to get in where they fit in. Mm -hmm. Like, just say God's original design, where it's, right. it should be husband, wife, and I know I might sound antiquated by today's standards, but where it's husband and wife, and then there's children. And I think a lot of, I think with today, you have a lot of single parents where moms are good with their kid, and then they try to develop a relationship with the with the husband. Like mm-hmm. they have to try to make the relationship work between her and her husband, as opposed to with her and her child. is just a natural thing. Wow. Man. You wow. Know? I, I mean, and, and it, it's funny you say that because definitely that, that
1: seems to transpire in uh blended families and, um, uh, I'm, I'm struggling with it, you know, e- even till this day, there, there's times where, um, there is a, a discrepancy with me and, and my spouse, uh, concerning the kids and sometimes it's like i feel left out mm-hmm. and it's, it's i i understand that it's nothing intentional but it's just the way that things are just set up you know uh uh just to be transparent we were talking uh to it uh, our therapist about the situation and uh, our therapist you know just shed some light upon upon me especially she was just saying that um because i my question was why do, do the kids come to their mother more than they come to me and um, she was just saying that that's all across the board. That's just a natural instinct that the kids have to just come to their mother for everything. And it has nothing to do with you. It's nothing against you. It's nothing against your position in the home. It's just a a natural instinct that the kids have. Now, where the conflict comes in at is a lot of times the mother does not redirect the kid to the spouse or to the husband. And that's where the conflict comes in at. you in in marriages a lot of times in blended families you have to know that you have to be a united front whenever they one thing about the kids they they are designed also to manipulate (laughs) a lot of kids are and sometimes they don't know that they're doing it a lot of times kids are manipulators Mm -hmm. and so their design is okay so i'm gonna find the weakest weakest link to this united front with these with these parents i'm gonna go to them I'm going to ask them a series of questions, things that I can't do, things that I can't get away with, things that I can get away with, and I'm going to see that they say, yeah. I'm going to see that they consent the the, the, the husband, the, the spouse or whoever, whichever role that you're in, spouse or husband, I mean, uh, wife or husband, sorry. So that's what happens, but you have to redirect that person, okay, whatever mama say, whatever daddy say, you know, yeah. we have to be a united front. You can't say, oh, you can't answer the, give them the solution or give them the answer without going directly to your spouse about it but i'm sorry that's kind of my soapbox on there but
0: yeah no that's good i i totally agree because kids man they will play against you yeah, absolutely they will absolutely. you know and, and this isn't no shade towards mama's kids because you know mamas be serious about their babies and i oh, get man, it they, they don't play right they don't play but don't you got to and i like what you said you got to have the united front because even with my seven-year-old i'll tell him something I'll tell him no about something. Then half hour later, he go ask his mama and I say, What did I say though? You know what I'm saying? And now here's where here's where this is where my wife and I agree at because she'll say, Well, what did your dad say? There you go. See, there you go. That's the and that's where your united front is. Because if if you told your child no about something, he go ask his mom and and the mom says yes, now you have conflicting. Uh, you know you have some issues right there mm-hmm. so it confuses the child and then even as a child they grow up if mama always overriding daddy they grow up especially for young boys they grow up thinking oh everything goes through the woman everything like i don't mm-hmm. have any, you know what i'm saying we train them that this is what she says that's a go so even as young boys and from a psychological perspective they even start tripping out in their head because they thinking well <laughs> where's my value as a man? Like, do I just agree oh. with everything as a woman say? And like, where's my, my authority? Because dad might've been a chunk.
1: Right. A jelly bag. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Back. yeah.
0: Back. Back. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's why I think it's important that y'all have the, uh, I have, y'all have things that y'all work together as a, as a united front.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and also one thing uh, to Sean. it, with the kids it, it, it teaches them sometimes how to um, uh subconsciously how to be uh, uh, indecisive uh that they they can't make sound decisions uh whenever it's um uh a, a division in the uh in the uh in the parent structure it causes them to uh be indecisive they can't make sound uh prudent concise decisions uh they find themselves always uh in the in the middle of, of the road uh, not being able to uh, make a, a clear concise decision about things whenever um you have one parent saying yeah you can do this and you have another parent saying no you can't do this so it's like dang what do I do so it, it, it leaves a big gray area of confusion in that child mm. you know, sir.
0: I totally Absolutely. agree and there was I was also reading from um from the Institute of Family Studies because there was a lot of great information about this it was kind of dense. But it, it talks about differential educational outcomes are also a barrier to success for Black families. Black males, for example, still experience greater impediment, impediments to graduating from college. And when they do, they are more likely to graduate from for-profit institutions with larger amounts of college debt. Wow. So can you can you speak on that from uh, uh, educational? Because- what do you think is uh, the black man's biggest struggle as far as us graduating from colleges and with degrees? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think holds black men back in that area as far as an educational piece? From graduating from college, yes,
1: um, uh, it's a lot of things. I think one, the biggest thing is just lack of uh, guidance, uh, lack of um, of, of ignorance. I mean, I'm not saying not lack of ignorance, but ignorance, not huh. not actually knowing. Uh, what to do. Um, I'll be honest with you. uh, It wasn't up up until I say ninth or 10th grade that I even have a desire to go to college. Um, I was always taught, you know, you finish high school, you find you a good job. And that was that, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any aspirations of uh, wanting to go to college, but it wasn't until I met uh, one of my uh, great uh, mentors, uh, Mr. Uh, Tony A. Stewart, who uh, basically showed me a different uh, aspect of everything. Um, This man here, uh, he grew up in a single home, single mother, Um, uh, his father had passed away. And um, basically uh, he actually veered off into the wrong things. When he graduated high school, man, and became like a a lucrative um, street pharmaceutical pharmaceutical, uh, person. And so um, it wasn't until uh, he had a talk with his mother and um and someone else some other strong man showed him a better way and showed him you know hey look man you, you can go to you can go to college man you 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 a businessman like this like can you put that same energy into you know pursuing a degree and uh and uh and becoming an entrepreneur or in the business aspect of it so he went back to college man and he didn't look back man got his master's degree and uh but can't got into the education field man and um just basically just took me under his wings, man, and just showed me a different way, man, and so after him just talking to me, man, and just kind of just leading by example, you know, uh, I had an, I had a desire to want to go to college, and so uh, with that, I actually went, so back to what I was just saying, basically, I believe uh, it's the lack of guidance, and um, just ignorance, not knowing what to do uh, as first, and uh, I think part of that also plays in the community, and the environment that you live in, if you don't have a lot of People coming into your uh, high school, um, promoting college, uh, things of that nature. I do know that when I uh, was in education, um, that's all I saw. So I believe it's gotten a lot better because I did teach at a a lower uh, economical uh, school. So I I do believe seeing like college college, um, flags and paraphernalia all over, just kind of promoting the whole college thing, go to school, go to school, go to school. And so it has gotten a lot better. But one thing I will say is that I do believe the the first and foremost thing that uh, takes away from uh, young black men going to college is just the lack of guidance and and, and ignorance, not not knowing what actually to do, what um, not having somebody say, you know what, you know, I'm gonna show you a better way, basically.
0: No, I agree. That's good, man, because even at my daughter's school before she graduated, like you say, they had a bunch of banners. Of different colleges and, and yeah. hbcus all kind of stuff in their school everything was just college 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 and i'm like man that is awesome because when i was in high school i mean we didn't totally. have that it totally. was just it was just more of go to school and get you a good job or you climb the ladder you become a manager you become a boss and then you try to you know it's just that always reaching to to be more within that company hopefully you can get you a good retirement plan and of course things have changed. We just live in a different day and age now.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. We do. You know? We do. And, and I don't want to discourage anyone that, that did not get their degree mm-hmm. or did not go to college and uh, things of that nature. Uh, um, the the I believe now that I'm more on an a entrepreneurial mindset and I see things a little bit differently now. Uh, if I was 18, I, honestly, what I would do is I would get a trade first, make so much money, pay my way for college. You know, just, just different things like that, that I wasn't taught then, you know, because college of course uh, is, is a socialist concept and it does just, it, it does generate debt. So if you're not careful, if you're not, you know, uh, on the uh, bright side of the academia level and just, just to get scholarships and like that, it does create a great surge amount of debt. I and mean, if you don't have the uh, background as far as financial with your parents, you know, the single mother, you know, single father, per se, and you don't have that, you know, to actually pay your, um, your, your debt and your bills off, you know, it's going to create a lot of debt. So I, you know, like I said, I'm not knocking, you know, you're not going to school and I'm not knocking. I recommend both, you know, but I just want to point that out.
0: <laughs> no, That's I it. agree. And I do think, especially for young men taking, I think a trade is very important, not men that, you know, you. It's more laser focused because a lot of kids, too, and I want to get off track, but a lot of kids, when they go into college, they, just, they don't know what they're going for. They're just going for the experience. And I'm like, that experience is going to cost you. Exactly. <laughs>
1: hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree.
0: Yeah. You know, you just switched up your major six or seven times. It's just like, man, look. Yeah. 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 Uh, and And even also, a lot of people don't even look at the community college level they don't even t- think about taking that, you know, because it, when I was starting out, uh, you know, my wife was like, let's go start a community college level and then you work your way from there because a lot of people are just thinking about jumping into a four-year university and depending on where you go, it's going to cost you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, uh, Sean. Um, uh, there are some actual, actual um, community colleges that are designed, that has the, it's called, I believe it's the hybrid program where they have, mm-hmm. they, they've connected with four-year uh, institutions that you can basically take all your classes there and graduate from the uh, university, the big university. So, um, I mean, there's ways, man. Community college is 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 an excellent idea um, from an economical standpoint and just, you know, just period,
0: I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, because as a man, you could get caught with student debt uh, d- child support, <laughs> yeah. alimony. You know, I when I went through my divorce, I had to pay child support and alimony and student loans.
1: Ooh.
0: Wow, yeah. I got hit wow. with that all at one time. Wow, yeah. So uh, every di- every move that you make, you know, let it be strategic. If you're gonna finish college, stick with it and finish. Yeah, stick um, with it and yeah and know that having a kid is going to cost you if you if you don't plan on marrying uh and things of that nature it's going it's going you know and that's even something for women to consider and i don't want to get too off track but because some women like i don't want to be with a man who have to pay child support every month because you're taken out of the house you know yeah, yeah. And, and as a woman if you don't have any children that's cool my only thing is don't be talking about you want to date you want to you want a man with no children and, and you got kids right absolutely absolutely
1: absolutely i i, I think you have to um one know your worth, and then you know set uh, uh realistic realistic expectations uh in choosing you know your um your your not, not necessarily choosing a spouse but just have an open mind you know of of, of what what's what's to come with you because you know you, you gotta say like you said you can't have eight kids and then i'm over exaggerating but you can't have you know multiple kids and then expect you know the person that you you know desire to uh not have it you know that that's you know that's not fair
0: yeah right um yeah and i've been hearing this big thing i guess on social media it's been going on lately uh about uh people not wanting to wear guys not wanting to wear condoms and i guess that's like a new thing i guess but i'm like that's been Uh, going on forever (laughs) uh i it, it, it
1: all goes back to accountability and responsibility and and that's one thing in fatherhood too you know um you 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 have to be accountable you have to be responsible you know you're you're any like uh what the guy say on boys in the hood anybody can be anybody can can plant the seed you know but it takes a real man and a real father to take care of that seed and and, and be responsible and I want to watch how I say this because a lot of times, you know, we, we, we get into a situation where we'll be a father. We have great intentions to be responsible and be there for the child and take care of it and everything. But maybe we're not feeling the, the young lady that we have the child with and that's okay,
0: man. Speak on I, that. Go in detail yeah. about that. Cause I think a lot of brothers struggle with that.
1: I mean, it, it, it's okay. It, it's okay. It, it, it's not, it's not. Uh, it's not the end of the world, you know. But it, it's okay. It's okay as long as you are responsible, and as long as you are there for that child. As long as you. I mean, that's not the ideal way of um, of uh, having a um a, a structured house. You know. It, you know. But at the end of the day. You know, you know your situation, and I believe that God. That's one thing about God he he graces us enough to go through things and have learning experiences. And you know, you and that mother could though definitely co-parent and be great parents to that child. And I don't think it will take away anything. I mean that that there may be some some uh, some uh, deficits, but however, I think the the child will still come out to be a great a uh, great citizen. You know, and things of that nature. I just believe that you know you're not obligated to that person if if you you know if you don't if you feel that it's too too toxic for you to be with that person and it's not going to work out you know it's okay to be that great father and take care as long as you are taking care of that child and being a father to him him or she
0: yeah i agree because sometimes uh i think some men even might try to hang on to the relationship a little longer than expected to try to make it work you know absolutely but because and 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 that's another thing you talk about co-parenting man that's another show within itself like trying to co-parent effectively because she might have some bitterness towards you or vice versa and then it ends up spilling over into the child's personal life
1: absolutely you
0: know absolutely because there was a time even with my ex-wife and i where co-parenting wasn't healthy you know it was one of them things where I was still the villain and i had moved on my life and you know she was still frustrated or whatever and and i get it but at the same time that shouldn't stop you from effectively co-parenting or maybe trying to throw dirt on my name or vice versa and that's one thing i always told my daughter that i would never throw dirt on her mother's name because i was i would i was with her right (laughs) so
1: what does that mean yeah exactly exactly
0: Yeah. So, and and that's that's something where we have to protect our children because we can start talking bad about the mother or the father, and then the child has this skewed view of that other parent. And then one day you will have that conversation with that child, and they're like, "Man, I was thinking about you this whole time, and I ain't even know what was really happening." Right. Right. And 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 that's the hard part of it too.
1: Also, um and I want to speak to the women that are watching this also. Um, please please i if you are having some type of like discrepancy between uh the person that uh you, you 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 your parents and the child with you know please do not take that out on him if he's there if he wants to take care of this child if he wants to be there and be in that child's life do not allow the the the, the bitterness or the toxicity you know or or the unhealed areas in your life to affect the uh the way that you guys parent together that, that child because at the end of the day it's affecting the child not you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that that that's who's going to pay the price for it at the end of the day because what it's going to be it's going to it's going to it's going to cause them to be a whole different adult
0: yeah
1: uh, they're going to have all sorts of issues and they're, and they're, they're not going to understand where it comes from but in essence you're the root of it you know yep. so if you are in a situation you know and i'm speaking to the ladies if you are in a situation i can, if If you get therapy you know uh have some Jesus moments, but just try to in all your uh, capacity of power to try to mend mend the relationship with the uh with the person that you're parenting with and and try to work that out and not necessarily for you and that person but just for the child's sake Don't neglect your child from seeing that father. I have a friend right now he hasn't seen this child in five years uh paying child support everything uh on time and everything and and i i feel really bad to him because uh it's times like this you know we just came from the holiday and it's times like this where he gets really emotional because he can't see his child and 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 I, and it's all because the the woman is bitter pretty mm-hmm. much and they won't and, and won't allow him to see his child and again especially with the young men that really affects them that really affects them because it it it's, 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 it's putting their perception that men are bad people men are are irresponsible why they they abandon me, so I'm going to do the same thing to a woman yeah subconsciously yep. like <laughs> we always say, I don't want to ever be like my dad I don't want ever be like my mom <laughs> yeah, and subconsciously we end up being just like them there are there are characteristics about ourselves. There are things that we do, and we ask ourselves, "Why are we doing these things?" And it's because it's 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 in our subconscious. It's it's, it's that inner child that we haven't dealt with yet. Yep. And you don't yep. want to cause someone to 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 develop that, and they don't even know why. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 at least let them realize where the source comes from.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm sorry, that was yeah. my soapbox.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, no, man, no, you good? Again, this is this is 40s unfiltered, man. You got to keep 100. I remember, uh, well, yesterday we was over my mother-in-law house and we having Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. um, my wife and I, we talked about this previously, but I decided to bring it up while we were at the dinner table. And I remember going through my divorce and that previous year, um, say like around October, um, my ex-wife and I, we were already separated. So I was staying in my own place. She was staying in her own place. But that year I had Thanksgiving and Christmas by myself because she had my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this sucked. First time in my life, because my 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 immediate family lived in Cleveland. I was in Arizona, so that Christmas and Thanksgiving, I was by myself. I was like, wow. man. So, but the that that following year, when I ended up meeting my wife, um, I remember it was coming around that time again. I was like, oh boy, here we go. You know, and we were talking on the phone one day, and uh, she said, you know, she said you will never have to spend another holiday alone you know what i'm saying because because uh, we, we were together man man, man
1: yeah. it, it, that 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 scripture i mean it, it, when you said that man that scripture just popped up man um when jesus had told uh the disciples he said for my yoke is easy and my burdens a light and, and a lot of times um we take that scripture in context of just the man Mm-hmm. being um uh being the 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 yoke and the the uh the yoke breaker and the the person of rest uh mm-hmm. to come upon a wife but uh honestly man the, the wife can take that thing too man and, and 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 be that be that be that burden breaker be that person that that they can you know rest upon that breath of fresh air and uh as you were describing it man that, that just what it reminds me of man of of uh, that's how you know that that person is for you man when when it's something that they can say in their words, man, that just speaks life to you and just, you know, resuscitates some dead things, man, that, that were once in you that was good. Mm-hmm. And it just brings back life to you, man. You know, for you, for somebody to tell you, man, you won't ever, ever spend, I'm getting even chills talking about this. You, you won't ever, ever spend another holiday alone, man. That's powerful, man. That's powerful,
0: man. Yeah. You know, and like you said, it, it's times like that, man, that, you know, these people are special that they, you know that you know that there's supposed to be a part of your destiny for a reason that that's not for everybody everybody doesn't won't say that to you you know what i'm saying and for us to be in two different states at that time uh and and sure enough because thanksgiving i caught that flight to texas to to have thanksgiving with her christmas caught that flight right back down there to be with her she got a big family anyway so it was just like wow it was just that much love you know so but that was special to me um i also want to talk about too and and help me understand this from even from men that you know i think with women they carry such a burden with being stuck with the child that do you think men do you think men almost know that they're not going to be stuck with the child so they really don't care if they have a child with the woman because very few men very few women are willing to and i know some but very few are willing to drop that kid off at their house and be like nope here's your child take care of him do you think men almost kind of play on that knowing that a woman won't do something like that like a man know that she's not gonna call him on this stuff
1: yeah I, I I agree. I, I agree with that I I, I believe that absolutely, um, a hundred percent. And let me tell you why. And I'll tell on myself a little bit. Um, uh, let me see. So part of that sometimes is that yeah, like I think when you're dealing with the person and you and you begin to establish some rapport with them and know them, yeah, even with uh with me and my me and my wife, like there are things that I know that she's just gonna do, and I just be like okay you know i'm i'm not that brutal when it comes to like just dropping a kid off or anything like that because uh, one granted god God forbid we're not in a situation to do that but i wouldn't do that but i'm just saying like i i I know i know what i can get away with and what i can't get away with Mm -hmm. and so you know i think in the relationship you know the the woman established that she kind of you know subconsciously lets the man know like okay, this is what you can get away with and this is what you can't get away with. Mm. So I think there's a part in every man to know, okay, this this is what I'm going to do and this is what you're going to do unless a conversation has been established to to create, you know, the boundaries and what roles we are going to play in this? And everybody has a tailored situation. Like, since me and my wife are together, like, you know, there's expectations that she has of me and that she has, you know, expressed and, and told me, hey, this is what I need you to do. Like um uh when we had my uh my uh first child, my first biological child, mm-hmm. Valor, uh there was a lot of resentment with my wife because um she felt like I wasn't per se present, you know, when it came to um putting him to sleep, um, uh uh, uh changing his diapers, just kind of like just taking the load off of her. She felt like she had to do everything. And the thing about it, what was unfair to me is that she never expressed that to me. It was, it was one thing, uh, we were in therapy. He should just know this. How how am I supposed to know this? Like, and I, I I kept, I kept on explaining to her, like, just, I've never, I, I stepped into the role father because as a believer, you know, the Bible says that Jesus is a father to the fatherless. So I'm trying to be like Christ. so I'm going to step into that role and become a father to the fathers. However, the know-how, that's going to have to all come from you communicating with me and the help of the Holy Spirit. So I didn't know. And I would always explain it to her. Like, look, I, I don't know. Can you help me? Can you express to me and tell me like what I need to do? So, man, we went a long time. Like a, a lot of bitterness and resentment had like really built, built up in her. And I would even say, till this day, you know, there's some things that she's still healing from, mm-hmm. from that because, you mm-hmm. know, it, it was just a lack of communication. And like now, I I, I make myself very hyper vigilant and present, you know, when it comes to that because I don't want another I don't want another segment like that where she feels like she's alone. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question again, I I don't I don't know if I went kind of off the um, off the rate, but men know men know internally like what they can get away with and what and what they can and cannot do the mm. woman has already expressed that to them and without proper proper communication it can become very toxic
0: Very mm. man that's good because you have a lot of situations where and granted and praise god you and your wife are together but what about and even look at the the, the parents who aren't together you know that the guy he just kind of do as he want to Uh, my wife and I always say optional parenting right yeah Yeah. optional parenting yeah yeah like um maybe if I want to today maybe not Mm, depends (laughs) on which way the wind blows you know but I do think a lot of guys know that if if I have a baby with this woman and we don't make it I think that's why a lot of guys refuse to take care of their child because they know the mother's going to take care of it Yeah. yeah or take care of him or her so they they just choose not to parent but you can't yeah. be mad at him if he choose not to parent because, like I said, you can't be mad. But if I believe there should always be a degree of accountability.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know? Men Absolutely. men respond to accountability. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think it off track. But I always tell single women, I'm like the number one, maybe the number two question you can ask a man is who are you accountable to? Oh, boy. That's the number two question you can ask a man because if he be like, Oh, I got it out the mud. I'm a grown ass man and I ain't accountable to nobody. You better run. 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 You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a man that's going to be accountable. I don't care if that's his daddy. Hopefully it's a God. Uh hopefully he had that personal relationship. look, Jason, there's a lot of things I am not going to do because God had me on a short leash. Thanks. I always tell people the stuff that a lot of people do. I can't get away with, <laughs> you know, I got a father in heaven. That's going to be like, boy, I will beat you down in a New York minute if you don't be responsible about your business. Cause you minds. Right. But right. that's just my personal relationship with him, but to each his own. Right. Uh, so that's why I feel that I think a lot of times when it comes to dating, we ask the wrong questions. Ooh. <laughs> Man,
1: man, that's good, man. And I, I want to piggyback off that, man. Accountability is really big, man, because that 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 is the that is the essence of um of of being a man. Like you 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 have to be accountable to someone. Mm-hmm. Someone. And a lot of times either we're accountable to the wrong person and they're giving us toxic information, or you know, we're accountable accountable to the right person, you know, and as a father man that that's one key thing man if you i'm now speaking to the man on this if you don't have anybody man find someone get in some type of discipleship class man find something that 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 you can you you can report to you can talk to you can um get some advice to man the bible says man in the in, uh the, the the in the council of of, of i'm sorry and the multitude and of the counsel, counsel safe. safety. <laughs> I'm sorry, I stumbled upon my words, man. But yeah, man, that there, there's safety in it, man. Like you'll make some wise and prudent decisions, man, when you have somebody in your ear speaking to you, man, and let you know, like, uh, what, what what is this? What 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 direction you should go to? This way, that way. Make a left. Make a right. Don't 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 make don't make this turn. You know, so you, you have to have that in your life, man, in order to 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 become a great father. Mm-hmm. I. I didn't, I'm i not where I am, man, if I didn't have, you know, uh, 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 Pastor Bruce Parks, man, if I didn't have uh, Winston Cooper, man, uh, Nathaniel Chevalier, and then some good friends that I have that was in my life to, you know, show me and point to me the right direction, man, on becoming a father, you know, like I said, I jumped into this, man, with nothing, and, and all of a sudden, I inherited four beautiful kids, so, you know, it, it, it can be done, absolutely
0: yeah i agree and and i'm the same way man you know i always tell people if it wasn't for my brother if it wasn't for uh pastor r.a vernon in cleveland ohio who was my first pastor who when i gave my life to christ he came down there and he said uh god have an awesome plan for your life if you want to if you want him to use you uh first man that spoke that kind of life into me that was i was like really like who me he's like yeah you you know what i'm saying I grew up with hood dudes who told me all things that was contrary. They gave me street knowledge, but to walk in integrity, that was where my, my brother came in and my pastor, pastor Vernon came in. This is where my, my college professor, uh, Sam Sacco, uh, Italian dude looked like this big biker dude. Got these big old long freaking uh, Fu uh, beer. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. He, he took me under his wing, man. And, um, from my uh from my seminary college that i was going to he was like hey man you want me to meet up for coffee and not only was he my professor but he was discipling me man and um yeah. those type of men um shoot uh, uh pastor bland man who had a radio station in arizona who let me jump on his radio station that cost him seventy five thousand dollars a month and let me have my own segment on his radio station um those men like Just held me accountable. Nope. You don't you don't treat women like that. Nope, you do this, you do that. You know, but nowadays we live in this age of shaming. Uh I guess we have accountability shaming now. You tell somebody about themselves, and then you're accountability shaming me. No,
1: no, you're judging me. That's what it is. (laughs) When you call somebody out, no, you judge me. No, no, I'm calling you out. That's what I'm doing. I'm making you better. And like that's the thing about it, man. Like that. It's it's crazy because when you have a person, man, and and like Ty Trippett said something that made so much sense, it was funny, but it made so much sense. If you get in the car with me and you and I smell like boo-boo, I just stepped in boo-boo, and you don't tell me, like, and you just sit up here smelling my BS, like, you know, you're not a friend. You're going to tell me I stink. You're going to tell me that, you know, I need to go and, and do something about that. And, and that's all accountability is man and like people they, they they call you toxic they say you're judging them when you call them out on their you know uh um uh, situations man and it's like you know you have to grow enough to be able to and humble yourself enough to be able to accept accountability man and that's one thing in, in fatherhood you you have to be accountable man yeah. you're uh, again it's it's really imperative with the men because we set the tone, we set the standard. We 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 are the foundation, we are the thing that you build upon. Like um uh I, I don't know, I forgot the uh, person's name, but they said that out of us are nations. So that that's why it's so vital when one of us die, because there's nations inside of us. And I, I'm getting stirred up just thinking about this, but man, like like it's so imperative that we have responsible fathers responsible instructors man the bible says that there, there there are many instructors but few fathers so we have to have some some people man that are instructing us that is coaching us that is fathering us, that is building us up man because there's nations in us why do you think that and i i'm I'm, I'm trying to i'm, I'm trying to uh, be nice and hold my thought but why do you think that it's so much of a um i'm
0: gonna go ahead and say it. It, it's
1: so much of a uh a big thing on uh on the um the 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 homosexual a- aspect of it because it's like they're trying to put it in a place to where we cannot create. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and I I I'll be quiet on this but it's wow man I I'm, I'm just really getting started up but fatherhood is big, man. It it, it it it's really big. That's yeah. that's all I
0: have to say. <laughs> no, no for sure. Yeah, because you're gonna get canceled. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah just see it's 40 unfiltered over but i know where you're coming from we got love for all people man god god loves everybody yeah uh jesus is for everybody right um i i will say that uh um oh yeah and i forgot to say too man while i was talking man shout out to uh my friend uh jimmy dragon who was my boy for years man you know another brother who we, we had accountability we were both the same age but we held each other accountable yeah. And, and that brother has helped me with so much, man. I remember uh, writing my second book and he was like, how much everything costs? And I gave him the price and he was like, here. And he wrote me a check. He said, here, man, I want to see your book bless, bless millions. You know what I'm saying? People like that, that's in your life, man. That And we've been boys for years. But having people like that to hold each other accountable and can talk about our weak points in life and stuff like that, and even as fathers, like what we struggle with as dads and how we can become better, that's important, man. Um, Very
1: important. Very
0: Very important. important. Uh, And there was something else that I wanted to say, too. But anyway, I forgot. Uh, Also, during this study, I was looking at this says I think there's something we can touch on, too, says physical and mental health disparities are another factor, really addressed as significant to the well-being of fathers of color for example black men experience the worst health outcomes of any other demographic group and at age 45 black men have a life expectancy that is three years less than non-hispanic and white men uh poor health is often uh, (laughs) symptomatic of poverty health in turn has an impact on sustained poverty Um, black men, yeah, age 45 have a life expectancy that is three years less than non-Hispanic and white men. Um, man, what's up with with black men and our health, man? I know this is, this is another one that we rarely discuss too, but, uh, we got high blood pressure. We dealing with, uh, homicide, we dealing with suicide, we dealing with anything from the side. It's just like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true, man. True. We we have so many things against us, man. From health to like, man. What are your thoughts when I was reading that?
1: Um, a, a lot of it, man. And 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 then too, also, it this does come under the umbrella of fatherhood because mm-hmm. how can we father if we're not here? So, um, man, I I think it's a lot of things, man. I, I know with 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 black men. And I I can say seven out of 10, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we have a complex sometime where, um, I'm good. I Mm I don't need, I don't need to go to no doctor. And we have a lot of, uh, taboos when it comes to, uh, seeking help from a medical, um, you know, physician because of what's transpired in the past, the Tuskegee, uh, situation, um, uh, just all those different things man we we have all these uh preconceived notions and um things that just really cause us to be really reluctant when it comes to uh going to the doctor now more so uh it's it's less within the millennials because you know we're, we're a little bit younger mm-hmm. but like my dad's age those baby boomers oh man you can't get them to go to the doctor and um it it's 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 sad because it's like it's a lack of like um uh, knowledge, you know, my, the Bible says, "My people perish for the lack of knowledge." Yeah. So, yep. I'll, I'll say this: I, I think it's just the whole Maverick complex of of, of just man. Like, I I, I want to hold things in, mm-hmm. I want to eat how I want to eat, and at the end of the day, you know, you are what you eat. You know, and and uh, Jesus said, "Man, it's not what um goes oh, into men in defiles the them, but it was it's what comes out of them." And that too, man. It's kind of like you—you—you—you you, you, you don't let anything come out of you. You—you—you you, you hold things in, man, and it causes you to—you uh, don't cry, you don't show emotion, you don't take care of yourself, you don't go to the doctor, you know, just things like that, man. And and, and it really causes uh, a a health decline. Uh, my grandfather, he died at the age of sixty-eight, mm-hmm. and um, uh, my dad, he's sixty-seven now, and um, I'm not speaking. Or wishing anything but you know in the back of my mind just as a human you know right. subconsciously it's like i always kind of like that's a fear of mine you know that you know, maybe he'll pass you know at 68 i'm not speaking it at all god forbid right but it's just kind of one of them things it's like he had he had heart issues died of a heart attack my dad has heart heart issues mm-hmm. so it's just those different like you know hereditary like mindset things mm-hmm. you know uh, my dad recently had covid and um, it took it took a a, a prayer, mm-hmm. like several prayers, for him to actually get to the point to where I want to go see get, get seen by a doctor. He had the mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was really bad. So mm-hmm. I was actually preparing for his arrangements for him to you know go on you know to to his maker because mm-hmm. I I didn't know it, it was that bad. So
0: mm-hmm. I, yeah. Man, no, nah, that's heavy, man, because uh, and I've realized in my own life, because with my wife, she a nurse. So it's like I don't have any options. <laughs> right. 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 She like, we're going here. We're going there. We're going this, We're going there. You know, and I'm 43. So she's like, yeah, we're going to have to make sure <laughs> make sure your butt is taken care of. Uh, you know, I told my wife, I always joke around with her and tell her I'm not going anywhere because I need some I need a nurse to take care of me, me when I'm old. Right. Uh <laughs> but yeah man um i think us going to the doctor and stuff like that and i'm i struggled with this but i see i know how important it is man to make sure you get your check of your physical health and your mental health and especially with eating um man i used to weigh 280 pounds i'm down to 197 now uh we have to take care of our temples man we only get one i heard one one uh i heard one doctor he say um this isn't uh this isn't scripted this is the real movie you know what i'm saying Ooh. like you, you you don't you don't get to to do a take again and very few people have the opportunity to get a second take if you know what i mean as far as getting a second chance at life but we don't value our health man until we get that scare
1: yeah and it's it's funny you say that man because oftentimes you know we're we're, we're charged to discipline ourselves as far as um not talking about people, not you know um lying on people, not cheating, not you know um doing things like that, but we don't really just expound on um taking care of our temple and and that's the same thing, you know, um you know, God gave us one body, like you said, and it's like how dare you you know, and I'm speaking on me too, out on me because you know how dare we you know intake things that? that 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 hurt us, you know, that that constantly and we know it, you know, and and yet it's still, we still take on things and we eat things and we, you know, uh drink things that, that causes us to, you know, our bodies to, you know, decay, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. It's uh uh and and the funny thing is we rarely talk about health in church, right? When when there's a lot of there's a lot of scriptures that talk about gluttony. Yeah. You know, no. How, how many of us go to bed at night and be like, Lord, forgive me for being a glutton. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't think that that's a sin, you know.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's funny you say that. My, my pastor says, he, he says it's like, he said, I'd rather be in the uh place of abundance and the place of, in um, the blessed place of God, rather than uh expecting a miracle. Mm-hmm. and I, I i never understood that he was like when you're in abundance and when you're in the blessed place of god you don't need to expect a miracle a miracle is something that happens beyond the supernatural that happens like uh that there, there, uh, whenever you've seen miracles transpire there always there always was a deficit or a lack and when you're in a blessed place you're not going to need that when you're in a place of abundance there's no such thing as lack so I would rather be in a blessed place of taking care of my body, in the place of abundance, to where I'm taking care, I'm doing the proper things that I need to do. I'm exercising, I'm taking my vitamins, uh, you know, just just those things, so I can be around instead of, you know, I get down like you say something happens to us, and oh, we need a miracle. Yes. We, we you know we we need this to happen. Uh, man, saints pray, saints pray. We're, we're 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 afflicted. We're we're sick, you know, stuff like that. And all you could have done is just take care of yourself. That's all you had to do, man.
0: I, I heard uh, I heard a pastor uh, heard Pastor Andy Stanley say that when you don't take care of your health, what you're telling your spouse is, "I won't take care of me now, so you can take care of me later." Ooh, and, whoa! And, and he and I don't know if he was saying this, somebody else was, maybe somebody else was saying this too, but they were saying how um, we always talk about physical cheating. You know, I, I'll leave you if you cheat on me and all such stuff. She was like, "But what happens when you cheat your health?" Because you you cheat your spouse out of a possible 20 years of life that you could have had, but you died from a heart attack because you was eating bad or or you had high blood pressure. So you actually cheated your family because you didn't choose to take care of your health. So you cheated, uh, you cheated, you know what I'm saying? You cheated your spouse. But we only talk about physical cheating, but we don't talk about uh, physical cheating. Wow. Uh,
1: it- That's crazy, man. And one thing I also wanted to, um, put in here is, um, I don't know if you had on the list to talk about, man, and fatherhood, but just, uh, uh, leaving an inheritance, you know, uh, for, um, for, 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 for your children, children. And, um, of course, you know, the scripture says a great man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And, um, can you just expound a little bit on it, uh, Sean?
0: Um, yeah, man, uh, inheritance, man. I I think it's important because. we build in our marriages at least we should be building for legacy right we should be building for for a long term um life insurance right let's talk about that you know do we do we and i ain't even trying to sell you an insurance policy i'm just telling you how important it is as a man i think it's important look if i die today my family will be straight I took out a big enough policy to where, you know, my wife could keep it moving with our kids and she don't miss a beat. That's a part of stewardship. That's a part of leaving that legacy that your family don't miss a beat because of what you left here on the earth. Right. You know, uh, I think you should have some some friends that got some money and not not so much of what you can get from them, but what you can learn. Right. They can help you stretch your mind further than where you, you know what you think. And because rich people, they always think of the future. They always think of the inheritance. You know, they always leaving their kids something. Think about how many of us, uh, Chris Rock said this. He said, Chris Rock said, uh, white people leave wills, black people leave bills. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, right. Think about how many people got to have a GoFundMe account because you don't have life insurance. And I'm like, you got a whole bunch of pair of Jordans with no life insurance, or you you got your money phone on Instagram with, with no life insurance. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we got to do better. A lot of times when we're young, we think we're invincible. But if you build for the future, that's that's part of you being a man is preparing for your future, uh, and those who you've been entrusted with. But I can go on and on and on about that. I don't know if that answers your question or not.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. And, and um, and uh I I I think what really um uh, uh sparks me in that man is because man you have people man that are in very um high places man a well respected man that uh when they pass man they they didn't leave anything you know for for um for the, for their uh children man you, I mean look at Dr King you know as great of a legacy he's left as far as the moral con- concepts of how you should treat people, the 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 uh, impact that he made on the civil rights movement, man, the um, the books, man, the the speeches that he made. Just how much he uh, transcended and uh, impact, you know, this world uh, upon his acts, man. Um, they're fighting right now over here, you know, of, of, of his estate. Like he didn't really leave anything. He had no will, no nothing uh there's a whole bunch of other you know great uh actors and celebrities man that that was in the same situation man it made all this great money and um i'm not saying that dr king did but i'm sure i'm sure he was taken care of yeah but you know um just the same minute that they never just left anything you know for um for their for their children and um one thing i like about warren buffett man is that um he's he stated. And me and my wife, we kind of got into it about this, but just had disagreement about this. He said that he's not really leaving anything for his kids. He said what he did is he's taught them how to obtain the wealth he did. He gave them the secret. He gave them the recipe. And that's the legacy. And man, that, that spoke so much volumes to me, because what's the saying, Sean? I can teach you. I mean, I, I I can catch a fish for you. But if I teach you how to catch a fish, you will never be hungry. And that's what Warren Buffett did for his uh, children, man. He taught them how to fish. He taught them the keys and the concepts of how he obtained all of his wealth. And man, that's a beautiful thing. And I think also, man, like we don't speak on it, but one of my uh, great, great friends, man, Nate, the way he interpreted that scripture about a a real father leaving a legacy for his children's children, he said, I taught them the concepts of the things that I learned, taught them the ways of Christ, taught them how to be, you know, entrepreneurs, talk them all these things. That's the legacy that I love for them. You know, of course, we do need, we do need life insurance. I'm a, I'm a life insurance agent. I'm an insurance agent. We do need insurance. We do need all of these things, man. And and, and that's something that we should leave to our kids, man. Um, We had this thing I did with uh, Prime America when we were doing our, our KTs, our kitchen table uh, interviews. And uh, we had this thing called the love test. And we would ask the couples, we would ba- basically say to them, Okay, so if you were to die right now, would your wife go to bed at night knowing on her mind that she's at peace with it, with everything that everything is taken care of? And if you can't answer yes, it's a problem. And so, you know, uh, uh, to to you know, go back, bounce back on what you were saying. All that's important, man. Leaving that legacy
0: hmm i totally agree man this is man we need to do a part two for this because there's stuff that i ain't even, yeah. even really tackled that i wanted us to man but i wanted to be respectful of the people's time jason let everyone know how they can get in touch with you via social media
1: uh you can reach me on facebook man just just type in jason Lockhart, man and on uh, uh instagram is jackson heights on uh, jackson heights underscore own.
0: Okay. Yeah, for sure. Y'all make sure y'all connect with Jason. Make sure you connect with me as well. Make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts when you hear this via audio. And if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Share this video with another man. Share this with somebody because there's so much wisdom. All the stuff that Jason and I have learned over the years, you can learn in 60 minutes. How powerful is that? Make sure that you uh, stay connected with us. This is Sean Heineman.
1: Jason Lockhart.
0: All right, people. Y'all take care.
1: Yes, sir.